Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 43. Get into the mindset to have an epic year. At the time of this recording, we're finishing up 2020, bringing it to a wrap, and headed into the new year of 2021. And I know, we don't need to rehash everything that 2020 threw at us. And we certainly don't know what 2021 has in store for us either. But that doesn't matter. You still can set some goals and achieve those goals. But in order to do so, you have to have your head in the game. And that's what this episode is all about. Getting the right mindset so that you have the best year yet. Are you ready? Because we're going to get started. Okay. This episode couldn't come at a better time. Just so you know, I kind of do some planning with my podcast topics a few weeks out. So I knew I was going to do this podcast episode a few weeks ago. Normally, I record my podcasts on Sundays. That way, I make sure that they're launched on Mondays. This week was a little different. Yesterday was Sunday, today is Monday. So I'm actually late in recording this podcast episode because my mind just wasn't, my mindset just wasn't in it. I don't know what was going on with me yesterday. I had a pretty nice day. It was pretty chill. I mean, the reason why I schedule my podcast recordings for Sundays is because I plan my days to generally have a pretty easygoing day on Sundays. We did some physical activity. I went to the park with my youngest. I did my walk around. So I had some physical activity. I did some productive stuff in the mornings, but I was just like, I was in a funk. And I kept putting this off throughout the day to sit down and record my podcast. And then I just finally gave up. And I just said, you know what? I'm just going to not even thinking about it today. go to bed, and then wake up in the morning. And whatever was just kind of going on in my head, I just didn't sleep well last night. I kept waking up and overslept a little bit this morning, got up, and then I had to say and make a conscious decision that I had a lot to do today and I was going to get it done, including making sure I got this episode out there. Because I will freely admit one of the things I succumbed to in 2020 was not working to keep my head in the game, not working on my mindset that even though the world and life was just throwing us a lot of curveballs this year, I was completely just getting wrapped up into it and just letting myself fall into these kind of like, pits of misery, for lack of a better description, and really struggling kind of like getting motivated, finding my motivation to move forward. So 
I am determined, and this is where this podcast episode came from, the inspiration, is because I'm doing some talking to me too. So if you can relate, definitely keep listening and definitely kind of earmark this one, episode number 43. So for those times where you need someone that's just going to give you a little pep talk and some actionable items for you to do to get yourself picked up, to get your head back in the game and move on, listen to this episode time and time again. I promise you, I have a lot of really great tips in here that you can achieve and you can do. So first, I wanted to share with you guys about Home Chef. Um, Home Chef is a subscription service for meal kits. So it has a great app. You can go on, you can choose your different meals that you want to cook. I love cooking, but you know what? More than cooking, I love to eat. So I love Home Chef because I love to try new recipes. But what I don't love is always going shopping because shopping sometimes is very time consuming. I mean, I love to shop, don't get me wrong. But sometimes when I'm trying to try something new or different, finding all those little ingredients and knowing I have to go to a couple of different stores is not my favorite thing. So this is why I love Home Chef. I get to go on their app, choose some really cool recipes, and then order them, and then they ship all the ingredients to me. Sometimes I just need little extras like salt and pepper and some oil to make the recipes. So I wanted to share a discount code with you to Home Chef. If you haven't tried Home Chef yet, I have a code for you to get $35 off your first box. The code is JanelleR17, my name, J-A-N-E-L-R, and the number 17. Enter that code at checkout to get $35 off your first box at Home Chef. And definitely let me know if you have any new favorite recipes because I am hooked on this. Okay, back to our episode. Six actionable ways to get yourself into the mindset. Because sometimes we can fake it till we make it, right? There's kind of two tactics when it comes to achieving our goals and when it comes to moving ahead or moving forward or getting excited about something. Sometimes that is easier said than done. So sometimes we have to use the tactic of fake it till we make it. We just have to go out there. A lot of times as small business owners, this is something that's very relatable to us. When we are first starting out in a business, we kind of feel like the imposter. But we're just having to like put on a smile, do our best until we learn. And a lot of times it's learning by our mistakes. But that's not always a tactic that you have to take. Sometimes you really, really do need that positive mindset when moving forward. And that's what I'm going to focus on in this episode, six ways. So the very first thing that I want you to stop doing so that you can fix your, po- your mindset and have the most epic year yet is to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yes, again, we've had a really difficult year. We've had one of the most difficult years, not only in our country, but in human history, for heaven's sake. It's been rough. 
In addition to that, a lot of us have faced other hardships in our life. There's, there have been people that have experienced a lot of different forms of loss and all of the other things that life can throw at you. And it's all kind of been bundled up in one year and it sucks and it hurts. And we all struggle with that. But the worst thing that you can do is to stay in that struggle, to let it completely affect your mindset. So I want you to do whatever it is that you need to do to deal with whatever hardship you have faced. I want you to scream. I want you to have a cry. I want you to have a good talk with a friend. Go with a run. Go punch a punching bag. Do whatever it is. Maybe journal. Do whatever it is that you need to do to rise above that. And do not dwell in feeling sorry for yourself. Don't make yourself be a victim in this world. It is the worst thing that you can do. And I have been guilty at different times of my life. Like I said, this episode is as much as it is about me as I'm sharing with you. So if again, if you can relate. So the worst thing that I have felt in my life is when I am feeling sorry for myself. And I force myself to get out of it. So again, do whatever you need to do to climb out of that. Do those things that I mentioned. Like I said, a good talk with a friend, a cleansing cry, writing in a journal and rise above it. Realize that it's okay to acknowledge the pain and the hurt or the whatever it was that happened to you, the unfairness that life can bring but don't dwell on it. Do not continue to feel sorry for yourself because that will keep you from having the mindset that you need to have to make sure that you can go forward, create some goals and achieve those goals. Okay. The next thing that I want to talk to you about, the next step is to be your best self. You as a human being have a lot of different roles in your life. Maybe you're a parent, you're a child, you're a friend, you're a a boss, or you're a worker, whatever it is, you have a lot of different roles, a lot of different hats that you wear in your life. In each of those roles, I want you to focus on being the best self that you can be. These Also, these two steps, number one and number two, not feeling sorry for yourself and being the best that you can be are two things that I've really uh, talked to my children about a lot in 2020. My kids, obviously, their entire life, their school age, my middle one was, their whole life is school. You know, our kids, their whole life is school or their activities or their sports or their friends. And that's all been taken away from them this year. And that sucks. And so I've allowed my children to go through the process to say, you know what, that sucks. But what has also happened is that it has given us a lot of opportunity to focus on being our best selves in our different ways. So for instance, with my fourth grader, we've talked about going from being in school to being homeschooled has given him the opportunity to work on his handwriting, to get the multiplication facts down to work on being a better student. 
The same thing with my daughter. She's a really, really hard worker, but she struggles with a little bit of balance. And so that's something that we've worked on with her. Me as a mother, I freely admit that I am the mom that's like a screamer. And I've had to check myself on this. I've had to stop and be like, you know what? We are at home a lot more than before. And I can't imagine being in a home with a mother that's like the screamer, the yeller. So I've had to check myself recently and work on being a better communicator with my family. So again, a lot of different roles that we have, a lot of different things that people expect of us. And so one of the ways to get yourself into the mindset is to stop and ask yourself, am I doing the best that I can? Am I being my best self right now in this role, in this situation? That will help you kind of, again, get get your head into the game, get that mindset going, get you excited for the future, get you ready to start just like achieving those goals and knocking them out of the ballpark. All right, number four, and this is like my soapbox moment. I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you voted for, where you live, what you do for a living. The hate needs to stop and we need to be kind to everyone. I don't know why we justify the level of hate in this country that we do. I was doing a scroll through Google or something the other day. One of those, I don't know, something, some app that had a lot of different news articles or quote unquote different types of informative articles. And one that caught my eye in particular was they were interviewing different TV personalities about their opinions on the American public or something right now. And it, you know, clickbait stopped me. I clicked on it and I read it and it was just basically beating us up as just people in general. So the the article had nothing really positive to say about Americans. And I just thought like, why is this okay? And look at me, shame on me for stopping to click on it. I totally took the bait on that. And I think that the whole thing about us, what we do, what we teach our children, we don't even practice anymore. I mean, we as parents teach our children to be kind to one another on the playground, right? To be kind to one another in classrooms, to be kind to people that look different than you, believe different, live differently. But yet we as adults now in our society don't even come close to practicing that. And we are all to blame. I get so tired of the conversations that I have with so many different people now where it's just, it's always another person's fault. It's always the other side's fault, um, no matter what the topic is on anything. And it is almost an impossibility for people to freaking be kind to one another. And I'm going to give you an example of something that I had to do to overcome this in my personal life. I may have shared it on a previous podcast episode. So if I did, just forgive me for repeating myself. But my husband's in law enforcement. And over the summer, we got hit with a level of hate that I did not know was possible from friends, from family, from neighbors, from total strangers. Now, um, 
they everyone felt very justified in their hate towards my husband's profession to the point where people even went out there, total strangers went out there to seek those of us out who've ever put anything positive about a cop or shared a funny story or a photo of our spouse in a uniform, whatever. So um, as someone who's a very proud police wife, I've done that over the years and I've received some pretty massive hate, um, pretty scary level of hate. And it started to really kind of infiltrate me because that's what hate does, right? Hate, which is founded in pain. If you put it out there in the world, it'll start affecting people. It'll, it's a very powerful thing. Hate is. And I freely admit that I just, I became susceptible to this. Of course I did. It was being targeted. I was being targeted with it. And so it got to a point where it really started to affect my sleep patterns. I was really struggling with sleeping. And um, one night in particular, I think it was like in July, July, August, and I had received some really hateful messages from total strangers on social media. And, um, and I just woke up at three o'clock in the morning. This was not thought up. This is one of those things that just like kind of woke me up from my sleep. And I had the weirdest response where I needed to just say something, say something that was like understanding of these people who had sent me these messages. So I got up, I went over to my computer at three o'clock in the morning and I typed out something to this effect. It said, wow, I am really surprised by this message that you sent me. I am a total stranger to you. I know that hate is fueled from pain And you must have a level of pain inside of you to create a message and send a message that is this heinous and hurtful to a person whose story and struggles you do not know. I just want you to know that I recognize that you have a lot of pain and my heart goes out to you. I have a lot of empathy from you. And I sent the message. I just kind of copy and pasted it and sent it in Facebook Messenger to these uh, folks that felt compelled to send messages of hate to me. And most of them didn't even respond back. Some of them responded back with even more hateful messages. Um, But the thing is that what it did for me is that by being kind, by not retaliating or saying anything ugly back to these folks, by just saying something kind and heartfelt, because I did mean it. I, I, honest to goodness, meant it. And I still mean it. It helped me sleep that night. It had a physical effect on my body. So even though I was being blasted by hate coming in every direction, trying to protect my children from it, trying to shield even my husband from it, and letting it affect me, the remedy was to just be kind back. And I know it sounds very like after school special or very Pollyanna-ish, but you know what? I own it. And that's what I've really tried to do. I've, I've really tried to just say, you know what? It's important for me to be kind to all people. And so if you are someone that is struggling, whether you just have people you hate in this world or you are the target of hate. No matter what, I hope you can find a shred of something that helps you be kind to those people because after all, 
those people, those folks that sent me those messages, they're loved. They're loved in this world. Those are someone's children, someone's parent, someone's friend, sister, daughter, whatever. Those are people that other people love. And those are people that are affected by something that I can't quite understand. And it's not really even in my, it's not even in my realm to understand. So the only thing that I have control over when it comes to all of this hate is just to be kind, be kind to people in public, whether they wear a mask or don't wear a mask, whether they are wearing a shirt that I agree with or not, be kind to them. And that kindness has more impact on your mindset than you will realize. So be kind to others. We teach it to our kids, right? We should be doing it ourselves. Number four is along the same lines. It is be the change you want to see in the world. Now, when I Google this quote, apparently, because nothing is without controversy these days, I thought it was attributed to Gandhi. Apparently, it's not. But I'll give him a little shout out for this quote. Again, being the change that you want to see in this world is very, very motivating. The way that I want you to do it is that I want you to keep your eyes on your own paper. This is the attitude that I want you to have. It does not matter what everyone else is doing out there. It does not matter what the world is saying, what the world is throwing in front of you. I want you to have blinders on. I want you to have blinders on to all of that and just focus on being the change that you want to see in this world, whatever that change is, be it, but do it with kindness, do it with respect, do it with integrity and do it in a way that's not going to bring harm or hurt to others. Be the change that you want to see in this world. Number five, Okay, for those of you who followed me for some time, you know I have three different classes. I do a time management journal, a paperwork class, and a declutter class. This one is focused on my time management journal. Here is the basis to the time management journal. This is an actionable item that you can do that will get you into the mindset to have the most epic year ever. There are three steps to the time management journal that I walk you through. It is brainstorming, prioritizing, and planning. Now, let's talk about brainstorming for a minute. There are seven time buckets that I talked to you about. Again, you are a whole person, and there are a lot of demands on your time. So there are some areas of your life you're putting a lot of time into, and there are areas in your life that need some improvement for you to be able to invest some time into. Those are the time buckets. They are home, finances, social hobby, family, quiet time, work, and physical and health. Physical health, social hobby, those are those share buckets. So when it comes to brainstorming, you're going to have your notebook and you're going to have your pen and you're going to be like, I have no idea what to brainstorm. I want you to take a look at those seven buckets and I just want you to write down the things that come to your head. What is, what is that you need to do? What is something that you've been putting off? What are some goals? What are some ideas? Get all of those things out of your head and onto paper. That is brainstorming. The next thing is I want you to look at that page and all of those things that you have written down and it's prioritizing. 
That's as simple as numbering things starting at number one through number 20. Or if you want to keep it simple, do one through five. What are the most important things to you on that page? Once you've prioritized them, I want you to move into planning, daily planning to be specific. Again, this is so vital and important to getting your goals achieved and to making time for them. One of the most, the worst things that you can say to me that I just super, super have a pet peeve about is I I don't have the time. You do have the time. Trust me, you have the time and I will show you that you have the time, but you have to be willing to commit the time. And the way that you do that is you plan every single day. You do it either the night before or first thing in the morning. I plan every single day. And and yeah, sometimes the days don't get planned as I want to, and that's okay. Like I said, I usually plan to do my podcast recordings on Sundays. Sunday, my head just wasn't in the game, so I had to move it to Monday because I've given myself a deadline to get a podcast episode out every single Monday. So I had to wake up this morning, adjust my plans for the day, and make sure to get it done. If you're more in, or if you're interested in in learning more about the time management journal or the decluttering class or my paperwork organization class, I do offer them. They're via Zoom. They're forty nine dollars a piece. I keep them pretty small, a max of five people. Sometimes you'll get some one on one with me in there. Um, they're about one to one and a half hours long, and it's a very hands on class. And you get to choose again either paperwork, decluttering, or time management. And one of the things that I've had a lot of requests for that I decided to do differently in 2021 is offer some one-on-one coaching. This is for people who are serious though. The class, the Zoom class, the $49 class, is just kind of to get familiar with my processes and have an opportunity to ask me your questions and kind of dive a little bit deeper from what this podcast teaches. The one-on-one coaching, this is for someone that I really want who's serious about really implementing some changes. It's $299 for a four-week program. I'm going to assign you homework. I'm going to expect you to do the homework, and we're going to meet once a week for one hour. And it's a four-week program. When the four weeks is over, we are, we are done with that program unless you choose to do another program. But this is for people who are really ready to make those changes because I'm going to have a little bit of tough love in there for you. So again, it's a one-on-one coaching uh, for $2.99 for a four-week program. Or if you'd like to try out one of my online classes, $49.00 and you choose which subject. But again, if you're really struggling with doing some goal setting, the time management class is exactly what you'll need to help you kind of get on board with that, get some goals set, and then learn how to implement those goals into your daily planning. All right, number six. I have a business coach that I meet with once a month. Um, It's someone that does mostly for my real estate business, but um, this does carry over into my other business, One Organized Mama. 
and he likes us to set our goals at the beginning of the year. So one of the things that he brought up in December at our December meeting that reminded me of setting my goals because I was supposed to have them done beginning of December. I didn't. Um, So I'll present my goals to him in January. But he reminded me about SMART goals. SMART goals. SMART is an acronym that you use for remembering how to create a goal. SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So when my husband and I are going through a financial goal, I'll give you a very specific one so that you can understand how to apply this. We have a goal. We have found a school for our youngest, and this was not something that we had planned before. So we had decided, well, when he goes into the fifth grade, how are we going to get him into the school? Like, how are we going to make this happen financially? So we had to go back to our budget to say, you know, unfortunately, we don't have an infinite amount of money. So we have to say, you know, how are we going to squeeze this in? So we looked at our budget and we chose the goal of paying off my car. So we realized if we pay off my car, then that frees up the funds that we would need to get our son into this school. So specific. The goal is pay off our car debt, pay off our car note. That is the specific part of the SMART goal. M for measurable. Uh, A financial goal is actually really easy to do with this because measurable, you just, what's the dollar amount? So if we start with the specific dollar amount and we pay off, every time we pay off that dollar amount, every time we subtract, it actually goes down and that makes makes it measurable so you can judge whether you are making that goal happen or not achievable can it be done it can be done if we really buckle down and we choose to get it done we have looked at our lifestyle we've said we can cut back on a few things and we can make this happen so it can be achieved relevant well there is definitely relevance to this because this is something that it's a decision we have to make personally it's again not something a year ago that was even on our radar but unfortunately through a lot of different things that have happened we realize it's a goal that's very relevant in our life right now and time bound time bound so we've given ourselves a deadline That deadline is May. And yeah, it kind of scares me a little bit. But you know what? If we really set our mind set to it and we make it happen, it can happen. And once we do that and you achieve it, something happens. Something absolutely happens inside of you that just is indescribable. It's certainly something that's intangible. But it is so motivating when you are able to achieve a goal. Again, in order to get there, you have to have the certain mindset. You have to step outside of yourself, not live in pity. You have to focus on trying to be the best person that you can be. Be a good person out in this world. I don't care, again, how justified you are in whatever it is that you believe in. Be good, be kind to everyone, 
be that change that you want to see in the world. Put those blinders on. Don't worry about what the rest of the world thinks, says, or does. Focus on you and what you can achieve in this lifetime. Get a plan, get it on paper, add it into your daily planning, and make sure that your goal is something that you can achieve. Make sure it has a timeline, make sure it's specific and measurable. If you follow these actions going forward, you are bound to have the most epic year of your life. Imagine if you took what you learned in this episode and you applied it to every year that you have going forward, how much you can get done, how much you can achieve. Because again, even though life may throw us a lot of different curveballs, we all face different things that are unfair and just very frustrating and demotivating, we can still pick ourselves up and move forward. Okay, one last thing that I want to ask, and this is a favor from you guys. If you have found anything helpful from any of my podcast episodes, would you consider writing me a review? You just go up into your, to my like on Apple Podcasts is what I use. You go into the, um, tap on the little one organized mama thing. I think generally if you scroll to the bottom, it'll say leave a review. You could do it by stars or you can actually write a review. There's usually a little button there to tap to write a review. Of course, of course, I would love to hear if it's a very positive review. Now, for those of you that would feel compelled to leave me a negative review, may I suggest an alternative? Why not just invite some friends over that would be super bugged like you listening to me and just make a drinking game of it? Like every time I say like or um or you know or all of the super annoying things that I might do and say during the podcast, don't leave me a bad review. Just make me a drinking game if you really need to. Half joking there, but again, if you have found something in my podcast that's helpful to you. It's just the day and age we live in, and it would be really helpful to me to help spread the word because there is nothing better than hearing back from you guys, especially when it's something that has inspired you or helped you or motivated you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One Organized Mama podcast. If you guys have any suggestions for other episodes, feel free to send me an email or send me a message on Instagram, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. Or if you're interested in my one-on-one coaching or any of the classes, shoot me an email. I'll get you all the info that you need. Have a great week, everybody.